Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week, love is in the air, and therefore I am dedicating all episodes this week to Valentine's Day. However, don't panic, we're not going to get all mushy here. What we're really looking at is the power of love, the power of love in our business, the power of love for ourselves this week. We're also going to be looking at the importance of just loving everything that we are doing, the importance of loving our business, loving our life, and loving ourselves. And the importance that plays in terms of our personal performance and, of course, our overall life fulfillment. It's going to be pragmatic. It's going to be practical. It's going to be focused on you, the entrepreneur, creating the business and the future that you want. This is not about relationships. This is not about relationship counselling. And this is not about your personal love life. Although I hope you have a positive one. Today, I want to kick off this week by talking about loving everything that you do in your business. You need to love everything. All the way back in episode 11, I talked about the importance back then of loving every aspect of your waking day, every aspect of the functionality of your business, the importance of loving the sales processes, the importance of loving all the work you do behind the scenes. I shared some key examples back then, one being Lewis Hamilton. And what I said back then is, you know, the the least place that Lewis Hamilton is, is standing on that podium. And therefore, he needs to do what he does for more than just standing on that podium. Don't get me wrong. I know he's super competitive and I know he wants the win. And that might be the cherry on top of the icing, on top of the cake that is being a Formula One driver for him. I talked about how he spent more time doing practice laps than racing laps. He spent more time outside the car than he did inside the car. And therefore, if he's only in it to be driving in races and driving the car, he's never going to be fully fulfilled. And in fact, he's never going to really turn up. In fact, he wouldn't even be where he is today if that's all he loved doing. He has to love all the work in the car, all of the work outside the car. He has to love all the gym work that he has to do, the PR work and that. I know in the past he hasn't always loved that. But I'm telling you now, if you don't love the PR work when you're in a role like Lewis Hamilton's, it will start to detract from the whole experience of what it is you're doing. And of course, if you go back to Lewis Hamilton's early days, that's exactly what it did do. If you look at an actor, the least place that an actor's ever going to be is on the red carpet at the Oscars holding their winning Oscar. If you're an actor and you're only in it for the Oscar, guess what? You're never going to last the long game. I talked about how an actor spends longer learning their lines than they do delivering their lines. I told you how an actor spends longer sitting in their trailer than they do in front of the camera. Also, depending on what type of film it is, typically an actor can spend as long, if not longer, promoting the film after it's been made than they do actually acting in the film itself. In other words, it's not uncommon for an actor to spend maybe up to a year preparing for a film, to spend a few months shooting the film, and then to spend maybe another three months or more promoting the film afterwards. So in other words, if an actor only likes acting, 
then they're never going to be as fulfilled as they could be. But I'm going to wager that they couldn't even turn up and bring 100% of everything they've got if overall only a small portion of what they do is what they love to do. In other words, I don't believe any actor is ever going to make it all the way to the top if the only thing they like doing and the only thing they love doing is being in front of the camera or even worse, being at the gala collecting their awards. So I used that as an example back there in episode 11. I suggest you go back and check that one out. It accompanies what I'm saying here today really well. But the main message of that episode, and I guess bringing that forward into this episode now, all the way into episode 97, is to get you to understand that in business, our performance is purely based on what the unconscious will allow us to commit. I talked about this last week. And if we're only allowed to commit half of what we are, whether that's our time, our energy, our money, then we can only get a certain amount of result back out. And the unconscious is making this decision for us. However, when we truly love something, we have, you know, just unadulterated passion for something, then the unconscious will allow us to commit ourselves completely and fully to that thing. So in business, if you only love half of what you're doing, your brain will never allow you to fully release all of what you want, all of what you could be into your business. Equally, of course, you're never going to get the true fulfillment back out of your business that you could otherwise. So yes, in business, our ultimate aim is to focus on the stuff that we love and focus on the stuff that we're good at and the stuff that rewards us, et cetera, et cetera. That's good business strategy. However, for a lot of small business owners, you still have to do all of the other shit, as you might see it. The sales, the marketing, maybe you still have to do some of your bookkeeping or your accounts. I highly suggest you get rid of those things very quickly unless you are an expert in numbers and love it. You're going to have to also do your own networking, your own promotion. Self-promotion can be agonizing for the small business owner, whether that's at a networking event or through social media channels. It can be really hard to promote yourself. At some point in the future, if you grow your business, you'll have other people taking these burdens off your shoulders so that you can purely focus on the stuff that, number one, hopefully brings you the greatest rewards personally in terms of what you love doing, what you're passionate about doing, what you enjoy doing, but also that will, you know, return the greatest rewards in terms of financially back into the business. However... The chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a small business, and whilst you might be able to get some of this stuff outsourced, and if you can, I suggest you do, intelligently, that's not a topic for this particular podcast episode, however, the chances are that you still have to do much of the other stuff in your business, the stuff that you didn't set your business up to do. You set your business up, if you're a coach, to coach clients and to help clients. If you're into marketing, you set your business up so you could do marketing for companies. You could help other companies and other people achieve their objectives in their business whilst also enjoying yourself doing the creativity and having all the inspired thinking and maybe the, the coffee meetings, the chats. And you know that's why you set your business up. You didn't set it up so you could sit there at night on a Sunday evening, you know, banging out, I don't know, sales emails or setting up technical aspects or doing your books, for example. 
But they're the things that also have to happen in order for your business to stay afloat and to move forward. And unfortunately, for the time being, it's possible, it's likely, especially if you're a smaller business, that that's going to fall on your shoulders as well. However, if you don't fully love what you're doing, you don't love those tasks and you're not passionate about them, you're only going to be able to bring a certain amount of yourself to them, which means you're going to do a half-assed job. If you do a half-assed job, that's going to hold your business back from achieving what it can achieve, which means actually you're creating a trap That means you're going to have to continue in this status quo for the foreseeable future. So in other words, let's take sales. Many business owners don't like sales. At Success Groups and our Extreme Growth Masterminds, we're about to commence another 28-day I Love Sales Challenge. It's called the I Love Sales Challenge because the mission is to convert my members and convert those business owners that I work with into loving sales. Not just doing sales, but loving sales. So we call it the 28-Day Sales Challenge for short, but actually it's the 28-Day I Love Sales Challenge. It has a logo and everything else, and we're about to commence that in the next week or so, and it is 28 days solid sales, but we do it as a team in a team environment because many small businesses, I understand it completely, don't love sales. And if they don't love sales, they won't be doing sales. And if they aren't doing sales, they won't be doing sales to the best of their ability. And therefore, their business is going to suffer, and therefore, they also are going to suffer as well. So let's say, for example, you don't like doing sales. You're a small business owner. Typically, you did not set your business up so you could go out there and hammer the phones or knock on doors or whatever it is you have to do to create sales. I get it. Many business owners, they feel awkward about it. They feel like they're being pushy. They feel like they're degrading themselves in some way, being obnoxious to their customer. They kind of think, if I just do a good enough job, if I just create a good enough product, then my clients will come to me. It's the whole field of dreams. If I build it, they will come. Unfortunately, they won't. What you'll be left with is a business, a shop front, if you like, and no one walking in your store. You have to go out there, you have to promote, and you have to sell as a business. And as a small business owner, guess what? You are the person that's going to have to go out there and do it. And if you don't love it, it's going to be a miserable process for you. And if it's a miserable process for you, your unconscious is always going to be looking for ways out of it. It will always find excuses not for doing sales. It will always find something else that, inverted commas, is more important than it. And when you do do it, it will always look for an easy way out, a quick win. Instead of standing toe-to-toe with your client and, you know, going there and really putting your best foot forward and really fighting for the deal and fighting for the sale, it will look for the easy way out. As soon as a prospect turns around and says, I'm really sorry, I don't think we're in the market right now, your unconscious will go, oh, thank God for that, we can get out of this as quick as possible. As soon as a prospect turns around and says, oh, this is quite expensive, or you know what, we really haven't got that kind of budget, the unconscious will be like, oh, thank God for that, I can get out of this. If you love sales and you love the deal and you love trying to make it work for you and for your customer and your client and ultimately because it's going to grow your business, instead of accepting those weak excuses, you'll stand there and you'll fight for the sale. And of course, if you love it, guess what? You're going to enjoy it. You're going to be passionate about it. You're going to win more sales. You're going to make more money. And the quicker you're going to move your business forward and then the quicker it's going to be where you can outsource some of the stuff that you would rather not be doing. But it's a catch-22. You're outsourcing the stuff or you're hiring people in to do the stuff that you don't enjoy, which means you're not going to be doing it properly, which means you'll probably never get your business to the place where you can afford to outsource it or hire someone to take it off your hands. And that's the trap. That's the prison I'm referring to right now. You'll be trapped in the status quo. You'll always have to do sales, but you'll never enjoy sales. 
The business will never get the growth it needs, which means you'll always have to do sales, which means you'll never enjoy the stuff, which means you'll never ultimately be fulfilled. Your business will never grow and you'll never get rid of that aspect of your business. But unless you love it, you won't grow the business to actually get to the place where you can get rid of it. It's a catch 22. So this is why it's so important that you love what you're doing in sales, for example, love the challenge, love the sales, love the connections, love the opportunity to talk about your products and your services, love and welcome the opportunity to help people in their businesses or to help individuals with whatever product or service that you provide. Welcome the opportunity to really sing the benefits of your products, to shout from the rooftops about your past client successes, your case studies. If you love the wholesale process, you will want to do sales. And I cannot tell you enough, this is not about just loving sales in this episode, but you know, I've gone down a train of thought here and I just want to bang this now home for you. If you love sales, you are going to be successful. It's as simple as that. Businesses that are sales-led become successful businesses. Businesses where sales is third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or even last on the agenda struggle every single time. So if sales is not at the forefront of your business's agenda, it's not the forefront of your personal agenda, then your business is going to struggle to grow and struggle to move forward, which means you're going to be trapped doing sales for the rest of your life. Hopefully, the fear of that is enough to get you listening to my message here and saying, okay, so hating sales isn't working for me. Hating sales is not going to solve this problem. I need to start looking at how I can love sales. Now, I've just given you a whole monologue about loving your client and loving what you're doing and loving the product and love talking about the product and love convincing people that your product is as good as you know it is and sharing your product and all of its incredible benefits. You know, you've got to find something to hang your coat on. You've got to find something that works for you. Does this make sense? Whether it's helping clients, whether it's growing the business, whether it's challenging yourself, treating it like a game, which is, you know what, I'm going to enjoy competing with myself over sales. There's a part of me that hates sales and I want to beat that part of me. I'm going to compete against that part of me. I'm going to win, whatever it might be. Now, this isn't going to be for everyone. Find your own strategy. Now, I need to move on. However, I think sales was a really good example for what I'm talking about today, but also it is just so important in business that you do your sales activity. And because of that, you want to love it. And if you love it, the unconscious will release so much of your time and your energy and your resources to that function that actually sales no longer becomes hard work. It becomes fun, just like so many other aspects in your business that you do love right now that you do sometimes have to pinch yourself and then crying out loud, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this right now. So do you love doing the marketing activity in your business? If you do, look at how much care and attention and how much time and focus you give marketing in your business. If you're a numbers person and you love the numbers, look how much care and attention and time you bring to the finances of your business. If you love people and you're a service-based business and you're delivering services to businesses, Just look inside yourself at how passionate you are, but look at how much you bring of yourself to those aspects of your business. Look at how much you bring to those client interactions or to the delivery of that service or that product. If you love designing product, if you're a product company or if you're a service-based company, but you know, the design process of that product, that service, if you love that creativity, look at how much time you spend in that function. Look at how much energy you bring to that function. Look at how much of yourself you bring to that function and then look at that function and see how it's thriving. 
And then you look at other aspects of your business that you hate or don't enjoy and look at how they are starving, whether it's sales or marketing, the numbers, whether sometimes it's the going out there and meeting clients face to face. Maybe it's the getting up early for the networking that's really getting away, really holding your business back because you're just not getting out there and doing the networking that you need to. So I want you to think about your business as an entirety, but also look at the individual aspects because I get it. I, I, I hope you love your business and I hope you love what you're doing as a business. If not, that has got to change. So if you don't love your business as a whole and love what you're doing as a business as a whole, then you are already absolutely like stuck in the concrete, right? You are going to really struggle to move your business forward. I'm hoping you love your business, you love what your business does, and you love what your business is trying to do out there in the marketplace, okay? Within that, you've got these little functions that you have to take on. And then look at all the tasks that come under those functions and start really looking at the stuff that you don't love. And then look at the stuff that you don't like and then look at the stuff you absolutely hate. Then look at how your business is performing in those areas and you can see where the obvious area for growth is. It's going to be in the aspects of your business that you're doing the least of that demand a lot. Okay, sales, you need to have a lot of sales focus in a business. If you hate sales and you're only bringing a tiny bit of sales or no sales to your business, then of course, it's a huge gap in your business and that's where your attention needs to go. But it's challenging, I get it, because you don't love it. The same with the numbers, the marketing, maybe it's the meeting clients, the phone calls, the travel, whatever it is that you have to do to make your business work. There are aspects in there you love and those areas you bring all of yourself to, they give you the joy, they give you the rewards, and they're probably thriving in your business. So therefore, doing more of that is unlikely to create a dramatic improvement to your business's growth. You see, if you're already doing like awesome product development and you've got great products out there and you love it and you're bringing so much attention and time and care to it, the chances are bringing a bit more of that to that is not going to make any impact, certainly not any noticeable impact to your overall business growth. However, if you hate marketing, and trust me, marketing does take up a reasonable proportion of any business's time and you're only bringing a fraction of what your business needs to thrive in terms of marketing, then of course, it's going to really hold your business back. But of course, that's where you need to put your attention. And I get it. It's where you don't want to put your attention because you're not enjoying it. And because you're not enjoying it, therefore, you're avoiding it. And we are trapped where your business is stuck, you are stuck, you're having to do enough of the shitty job that you hate, which is making you less fulfilled than you could be, but it's not enough to change the situation. So my message here on Valentine's week is really simple. Fall in love with everything that you do. I get it. I hope you love your business as a whole. I hope you love delivering the product or the service that you do. I hope you love many aspects of your business. However, you need to love all of the aspects of your business that require a fair degree of input from you. There's little tasks sometimes, you know, where you don't like that. Maybe it's like debt reconciliation. You do it once a month. It takes half a day. Who cares? Maybe you don't need to love that for half a day, right? You can just get over that. It's like going to the gym and you love 95% of your workout, but there's 5%. There's one exercise that you just don't enjoy that much. Guess what? Grit your teeth, bit of willpower, bit of drive, discipline, determination, get through it because 95% of it you love. 
What I'm talking about here are the aspects of your business that are recurring themes in your business, like sales, marketing, finances, networking, whatever it might be. All of these big themes in your business, these big functions in your business that need you to show up you know, daily, if not certainly weekly to, that you need to bring a fair degree of yourself to in order to really give your business the chance to grow that you want it to have. So go through those functions, go through those tasks. If you're not sure what they are, keep a sheet of paper for the rest of this week. It's Monday, start off as you mean to go on, have a sheet of paper next year or, I don't know, have a note open on your phone or on your iPad, for example, and every function you're doing, just score it. You know, 10 is absolutely madly in love with it, nor hate it. Hate it with everything that you are. And then you have this scale, you know, maybe, you know, three, four is you kind of dislike it and five, six is it's okay. You know, seven, eight, you quite like it. Get it? Nine, I love it. Ten, oh my God, I can't get enough of it. And just score all the functions you're doing and start seeing where the impact is going to be on the business's growth when you start seeing there's really important functions on there that you're not enjoying, that you're not liking. And therefore, I will bet all day long you're not bringing what you should be to those functions to grow your business. Okay, give that some thought. If you're not sure what those functions are, keep that sheet of paper next to you. The chances are you already know exactly what I'm talking about for you. Most of us have a degree of awareness and you're like, yeah, sales, you're talking to me, George. Yeah, marketing, that's me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I I don't like the hard work. (laughs) I don't like the hard work. I don't like the late nights. I don't like the sacrifice I have to make. And therefore, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have to work long hours, late nights, love it. Don't resent it. If you resent it, you'll be looking at ways to get out of it. If you love it, and it's a key part of moving your business forward, then you'll do it. And if you do it, the business will move forward to a place where you don't have to do it anymore. But unless you love it, the chances are you're never going to break that stalemate. Love the sacrifice. Love the late hours. Love the long hours, the hard work, the clients, the delivery, the marketplace, your industry, the networking. Love the sales, the marketing, love it all. Love everything with an absolute passion. And you will have, number one, the most incredible time as an entrepreneur and as a human being. And number two, you are going to grow the fuck out of your business so fast that you will be able to then start to scale your business. And some of these things you'll be able to let go. Awesome. Have an amazing week this week. Think about loving everything that is you. I'm going to see you on Wednesday when I'm going to talk about the importance of loving yourself. If that sounds super fluffy, then you need to show up and listen and hear what I've got to say because it is not super fluffy. What we're talking about is personal performance. You being everything you need to be for your business, for your life, for your family, for yourself so that you can get you, your life and your business where you want it to be. As always, if you're a five-figure business and you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, don't forget the six-figure fast-track masterclass is waiting for you right now. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast-track. I'll drop that link in the descriptions. Go and get your business, get yourself on the fast-track. Within that webinar, that masterclass, I talk about three key areas. I talk about the six-figure mindset. In other words, what's the mindset that you need to have in order to to hit six figures this year, 100K. I talk about the six-figure model. 
So what's the six-figure business model? What's the business model you need to have in place to make sure that your business can achieve 100K? And lastly, we talk about the six-figure methodology, the day-to-day activities that are gonna get you to 100K or more, but more importantly, the day-to-day activities that are actually holding you back and stopping you from achieving 100 grand. If you haven't done the six-figure fast track yet, go and do it. It's completely and utterly free of charge. It's my give back to you. I'm absolutely committed to helping small business owners get over that 100k hump because from there you start to have the freedom that you want you start to have the opportunities that you want if you want to hire people you can once you start breaking that 100k if you want the lifestyle business that you want over 100k it starts to become possible if you want to build that empire the million pound plus empire it all becomes possible once you break 100k get yourself on the six figure fast track i will see you back here on wednesday until then as always be successful leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up 